Yo, fellas, ladies, it's Anthony K. Double, and it's story time. See, I'm bringing back the classic love songs, the classic slow jams, and the old damn, do you remember this sound? And all this to paint a picture, a picture of a story. Believe it or not, a true story. So ladies, pour yourself a glass of wine. Fellas, pour yourself a glass of cognac. Sit back, relax, by yourself, with your friends or your significant other, no matter. Experience the oohs and ahs as the plot twist hit home. A whirlwind of emotions. I didn't see that coming style confusion. It's bedtime stories. And this is an AKD production. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bedtime Stories. This episode is sponsored by Elegance Artist Management for all your artist management needs. London on Sundays, the only place to be on a Sunday night. Papa L's Kitchen for amazing Afro-Brick cuisine. Nari Juice, the refreshing taste of Africa. And Nubian Skin Lingerie, empowering women, embracing our colour. All social media and website links can be found in the description, so please have a gander and show our sponsors some love. This story is entitled Sweet Sixteen. Enjoy. Marsha returns home from school excited after receiving her GCSE results. She rushes into the house to give her family the good news. Mum, Sasha, I got my results and your girl did good. Three A stars, five A's and three B's. There's jubilation and screams as the ladies hug it out. Well done, sis. I'm so proud of you. There had to be someone in the family with brains. So, does that mean I can come with you to summer 17? Mm. But it's over 21s, Marsha. But you said, Sasha, you said if I get at least five A's, I can come with you to summer 17. Yeah, but I didn't actually think you were going to get them. With all the time you spend on your phone. Who knew you were going to be a little brain box? Plus, I don't like the idea of you partying with all those dutty big men. And how do you plan on getting in? It's not like you're not going to be there to watch me and I can use one of your IDs. People mistake me for you all the time. She looks at her sister with the puppy dog eyes, guilt-tripping her into letting her come. Oh, don't look at me like that. Okay, fine, you can come. But I want you to stay with me or Cousin Charlene at all times. Thanks, sis. You're the best. What to wear, what to wear, she sings as she walks away. Fast forward to the weekend and the queue for Summer 17 is buzzing. Yo, fellas, there's talent about. I see all types of exotic beauties in the queue. Yeah, boy, Summer 17. Any thirsty ass brothers? <laughs> Whatever, Gavin, man. As soon as we get in there, I'm gonna see you trying to hump some girl on that leg. <laughs> <laughs> the banter between the guys continues and it carries on until they get into the club. Meanwhile, inside the club, the girls are having a good time. But Sasha and Charlene are being overprotective of Marsha whenever any guy approaches the group. Just going to the toilet, you lot. Yeah, me too. Come, Marsh, we can all go together. Okay. But then Marsha's favourite song comes on. Nah, you guys are going to have to go without me. This is my tune. I'll be waiting right here. Sasha and Charlene go to the ladies and Marsha loses herself in the song. She swings and gyrates her childbearing hips because even though she's only 16, she has the body of a 25-year-old vixen. Marcus spots her dancing alone, and he's mesmerized. He catches her gaze, they share a brief moment, then he bubbles over to her and smoothly engages her from behind without missing a beat. 
Uh, did I tell you I wanted to dance with anyone? Uh, did you say you didn't want to dance with anyone? Besides, it would be rude for me to leave you here dancing alone. Especially if you don't have your sexy bodyguard's hair to protect you anymore. <laughs> you got jokes. Speaking of my bodyguards, you better not let them come back here and catch you harassing me. Harassing, yeah? Please, like I didn't catch you checking out the guy. Where do the girls go anyway? My cousin and my sister. They went to the ladies. Okay, okay. So the way I see it, they have to queue up for the ladies because you know there's always a queue. Actually handle their business, wash their hands, top up the makeup, take a couple of toilet selfies because you girls love a toilet selfie. So my calculations, we've got about 13 minutes, 57 seconds before they get back. <laughs> Are you always this funny? Well, I guess don't mind keeping me company for a little bit and you help scare off the creeps. Okay, so now I'm um, Captain Save a Ho. <laughs> You're too funny. Anyway, let me stick around, you know, maybe show you a couple moves. Oh, please, I'll dance you under the table and these hips will hurt you. <laughs> Talk is cheap, sweets. Show me something. And just like that, it was like there was no one else there. Marshall and Marcus got lost in the dance. She felt so safe and comfortable in his arms. Look, I think I see your bodyguards coming. Let me quickly grab your number and I'll holler at you later. Uh, I don't give up my number like that. I don't even know your name. Ah, oh, where are my manners? My name's Marcus. But you mean to tell me, after that moment we just had, you don't want to see me again? Mm, all right, quick, give me your phone. Marsha quickly puts her phone number into his phone before her sister and cousin get through the crowd. Call me. You already know. Marcus makes a swift exit in the opposite direction, just in the nick of time. Just as the club closes, Marsha gets a text. I like the way you move. <laughs> You're not too bad yourself. What are you doing after this? Nothing, just going home. I know a nice 24-hour spot. Do you want to go there and get something to eat? You don't want to waste any time, do you? There's no time like the present, sweets. Hmm, I don't know. Give me 10 minutes and I'll get back to you. Marsha really wants to go, so she schemes on the way to get away from her sister and stay out for the night. Sash, could you drop me off at Michelle's, please? Huh, for what? She's having a slumber party with a few of our girls to celebrate their results. But you've just been out. Why do you feel the need to go out again? Ain't you tired? I'm way too excited to sleep now. I want to go and tell the girls about my night. Fine, fine. OK, enjoy your night. You deserve it. Love you, sis. Mm-hmm, I bet you do. Sasha drops Marsha at Michelle's house. Marsha runs in and tells the girls about her night and, of course, about Marcus. They deliberate and the camp is divided. Some think it's dangerous because he's older and she doesn't know him. But others think this is one of those fairy tale stories in the making and encourage her to go for it. Marsha decides to go and she texts him back. I guess I could eat. That was a long last 10 minutes. <laughs> Allow me. So where do you want me to pick you up from? Marcus and Marsha meet up and they have a great time at their midnight meal. They talk for hours over food and dessert. So where are you, so from? Where are you from? What do you do? Where do you work? Do you have a girlfriend? Why do you have a girlfriend? Who do you live with? 
and on and on they went until Marcus asked. So how do you? Knowing that he was older, Marsha had avoided this question all night. She liked him. She liked him a lot. And she knew that if she told him the truth, he'd be gone and she'd never hear from him again. So she lied. I'm 20. 20, yeah? In an over 21's rave. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why my sister and cousins were so protective and didn't want me to talk to anyone. They think I'm a baby. Well, I ain't complaining. And you're one cute baby. So, Marcus, how old are you? Me? I'm 25. After their meal, Marcus drops Marsha at home and they talk for a little while longer in the car. I really like your car. It's alright, it's nothing special. To be honest, most girls aren't impressed unless it's a Beamer or a Benz. Well, I'm just impressed to be with a guy that has got his act together and has a licence and a car. Being only 16, Marsha was very easily impressed by the regular things in the world of a 25-year-old. The car, the going out for dinner, going to raves and the like. But at the same time, being a very intelligent girl coupled with the job at Selfridges surrounded by older co-workers and rich customers, Marsha was able to easily socialise in this circle. So, when can I see you again? Up until she got her job at Selfridges in the summer, Marsha was not allowed to go out too late. And she always had to account for where she was. And she was unsure of when she'll be able to see Marcus again. I don't know. Call me and we'll figure something out. I hope so, because I don't know why, but I really like you. I really like you too. He leans in and he kisses her. And it's like no other kiss she's ever had before. They continue to make out and things get really steamy in the car. I better let you go before I get too excited. Mm, I guess so. Call me. Absolutely. A few weeks go by, and although Marsha hasn't managed to carve out any time to see Marcus between work and college, they text and talk several times a day. But Marcus begins to get restless and impatient. Marsh, big man thing, I can't do this with you anymore. Do what? I feel like I know everything about you. I know your routine. I know your every little deal about your day. It almost feels like you're my girl, but I've only seen you in the flesh for a day. You're not interested? Of course I'm interested. How can you even ask me that? I really don't know. Because on one hand, you always pick up your calls and you always return my texts. But if you really wanted to meet someone, you make time. I really do want to see you, but I've been busy. If you're really that busy, then maybe you should just call it quits and you can focus on your work and college. No, please. I don't want to call it quits. I like you and I want us to be together. Then prove it. Meet me today. I don't care where we go. I don't care what we do. I just want to see you. When can I see you again? When can my heart beat again? Marsha really wants to see Marcus, so once again she schemes on a way to stay out for the night. Marsha rings Michelle. Michelle, I need a favour. What's up, babe? I want to go and see Marcus, but I need you to cover for me. I don't know, Marsh. What if you get caught, then we'll both be in trouble? I won't get caught. I'll tell my mum I'm staying around yours. She never checks up. Sud's law, she'll check up this time. Stop being paranoid, Mish. She won't check up. Plus, Marcus said, if I don't meet up with him today, he'll cut me off. Oh, wow. He said that. Yeah, he did. He thinks I'm playing games, so I need to go and see him today. Okay, cool. 
I'll cover for you. But be careful and make sure you tell me all about it. Thanks, Michelle. I will. Are you going to have sex with him? I don't know, Mish. I want to, but I'm scared. He's probably got lots of experience. And all I have is one fumbling experience with Leon last year. Well, don't do anything you don't want to. Cool, girl. Marsha rings her mum and feeds her the story about staying over at Michelle's house for the night to do coursework. And that she'll be going to work from there, buying her a night with Marcus in the process. You said you're a good cook, yeah? Yeah. Why? Well, you can cook for me tonight when I come over to yours. For real? Yep. And when you go to buy the stuff, get some breakfast stuff too. You're staying over? If that's okay with you. Okay. <laughs> for like it's my birthday and Christmas roll into one. <laughs> I'll see you later. Looking forward to it. Marcus sets off to the supermarket to buy the ingredients for his signature dish and Marsha makes her way over to Marcus's house when she finishes work. Wow, you're actually her. In the flesh. Come in, make yourself at home. Dinner will be ready in a second. I bought dessert. Are you talking about what you got under that black dress or? <laughs> Forever the clown. I got crumble and custard from Bagel King. Yeah, that's good too. What's for dinner? Rack of lamb, sweet potato mash, and stir-fried vegetables. Mmm, sounds good. They have a nice meal, and then they head to the bedroom for a bit of Netflix and chill. One thing eventually leads to another, and they go at it. He overwhelms her with a host of new experiences. It is the most mind-blowing experience she has ever had, and boy, did his neighbours know it. And as soon as I go that was amazing. I aim to please. Sorry for being so loud. Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, you are kind of loud, but that's kind of cool. You really know what you're doing. I've never tried half of those positions before, and that was the first time anyone's ever gone down on me. Yeah, right. No, I'm serious. I'm usually really nervous and stiff, but you just make me feel so comfortable. I know you've only ever been with one other guy, but I'm not him. Clearly he wasn't doing his job. So how was it for you? It was dope, sweets. I mean, your body is banging and you're a great kisser. And I love the way your body responds to me. Well, that's great, because I want more. You don't have to ask me twice. Marcus is woken up by the smell of breakfast, and a few minutes later, in walks Marshall with pancakes, eggs, bacon, sausages and syrup. Sorry, I hope you don't mind, but I helped myself to your kitchen. <laughs> What's all this? I made you breakfast to say thank you for an amazing night. Wow, you got me feeling like the Princess of Moon with this treatment. Good. You make me happy, so I want to make you happy. They lay in bed together and have breakfast together. They have a shower together and get ready together. Marsha doesn't want to let on too much, but these are all first for her. She gets ready to leave for work, kisses Marcus goodbye, 
and then pulls back. What's wrong? What exactly are we? Let's go with Mars. Mars? Yeah. That's when Marcus and Marsha come together. <laughs> I like the idea of Mars. So we're together then? Yeah. Only if you want to be. You know I do. So I guess it's official then. Marcus is off the market. Yep. And you're mine, all mine. Marsha went to work floating on air. She was like the Cheshire Cat smiling from ear to ear. Nothing could get her down. Not rude customers, not her annoying supervisors, nothing. She was just too happy. Meanwhile, Marcus and his friends had gathered at Festac Bar to watch the football and catch up. Last night was amazing. fellas man sad to say this but I'm hooked on this Marsha chick you know swear yeah man hold on I swear you said she was playing games and stringing around and all that yeah like always busy on that busy vibe and that I know but yesterday I kind of put it on her told her if she don't come to see me that's it done lock off and she came yeah she came to spend the night and all sorts is, is it <laughs> <laughs> sharp man Nah, but why'd you have to hot up the shit for them to act right? Like, why'd you have to do that? Brother, I hear what you're saying, but it's not even like that. When we're together, we get on dope. We talk every day. She's always upfront about her feelings. When she misses me, she says something. She's thinking about me. She'll let me know and tells me when guys try to move her. She didn't dilly-dally or try to put on some front like some of these other chicks. That's why I was kind of baffled when she didn't want to link me. Okay, ho hold on, hold on. I know no girl manages to stay the night of yours and then escape the next day unscathed or untouched. <laughs> Yo, fellas, it was so dope. She's such an ego trip waking up the neighbours and all sorts. And her body is a legit problem. When I say problem, I mean problem. What, like that, yeah? Problem. You know when you see girls with, with banging bodies but you take the clothes off and even though the body's still dope, you find that she's got a little bit of a gut. Yeah. yeah, fam. Tits aren't pushed up as they were in the dress. Yeah, not the one. You know, they got a couple stretch marks there and there. <laughs> yeah, 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 fam. Nah, Marsha's body is perfect. She doesn't need a push-up bra or all that shit for decorations. She's got a little four-pack as well, little sexy dimples in the dip of her back and the derriere. Mwah. Magnificent. Scene, scene, scene. <laughs> does, does she go to gym or something? No, nah, not even. She said she used to like do 200 meters and play a little bit of netball, but she's not even active at that. But yo, she hit me with that question in the morning still. And? We're official still. Nah, <laughs> is it? You're whipped, brother. <laughs> Wherever you, man. Better than all the chicks you were messing around with combined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, man. Whatever, yeah. whatever. If you say so. No. All jokes aside, I'm happy with my decision though, man. I know it's a bit quick, but it feels easy talking to her and being with her and I don't feel like that underlying battle for control or need to impress her or anything. Yeah, I hate that. Imagine she made me breakfast in bed the first time she stayed around. I had me feeling like a king. 
Nah, stop it. I've never even had a girl bring me cornflakes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Marshall, though, man. She works in Selfridges, so she's around ballers and all that pretentious BS all day. And she has the food designer bits, but she's not really into that. She doesn't care that I don't drive a Beamer or Merc. She's just grateful that I have a license. And she's happy, like, happy with my golf. She's not all about that, take me to the shard for dinner, buy me this, buy me that. Do you know what, being with Marsha is refreshing, man. Yeah. Yeah. She sounds dope. I can't get it last night out of my head. It was like a movie. I miss you. What are you up to? Just that Fesca watching football with the fellas, telling them how dope you are. Oh my god, no. Stop talking about me. You're making me embarrassed. For real though, you're the MVP. Marsha can hardly wait to finish work, and as soon as she's done, she rushes over to Michelle's house to tell her all about her night. Michelle, oh my god, oh my god! What? Did you do it? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> so how was it? Marsha began to tell Michelle about every last detail of her night, the banter the food, the dessert, the movie. And then she gets to the part about them having sex. So like halfway through the film, he started kissing my neck and nibbling on my ear. Nibbling on your ear? Yeah, I know it sounds weird, but it felt so good. I just started breathing heavily for no reason. Then he turned me around, started kissing me. He's really good kisser, but that was my time to shine because that I do know how to do. Only because I taught you, practice makes perfect and all that. <laughs> Whatever, you little lesbo. Anyway, after that, he took my dress off, then he took off his and OMG. I'm used to seeing all these skinny boys in school taking off their tops, thinking they're nice. Please. Marcus has a body like Odell Beckham. Oh my gosh. He's big, but not big. His arms, he's got really nice arms, six pack, and his chest is shaped just like the mannequins at work. Mmm, he sounds nice. Stop fantasising about my man, please. Your man? What didn't I tell you? Anyway, I'll get to that a bit later. Then he picked me up, put me on the desk and clipped my bra with one hand. With one hand? Boys our age can't even do it with two hands. I know, right? Well, he went down to the girls, but it was different. I didn't feel like I was a daisy cow being milked. It felt so sensual. I hate that. But then he took my knickers off and went down on me. He went down on you? Mm. Nah, I hate you. I need to go and find myself an older dude. All the boys I talk to think that's nasty. I lost my marbles, started making a holy heap noise. My legs gave out and then there was an explosion. I think you must have had an orgasm. I heard my sister talking about that to one of her friends. She said it was her first time and she's 20. I didn't know what to do, but it felt so weird. I lost all control of my body, but it felt great at the same time. Yep, you had an orgasm. Then he took off his boxes and... Marsha then started to detail every last bit of her sexual experience. How big he was, how long he lasted, all the positions they did. Wow, it sounds like you had a good night. It was the best night of my life. It was so good, I made him breakfast in bed just to say thank you. Look at Marsha, turned housewife. <laughs> Shout out, Mish. Anyway, we had breakfast, then we had a shower together. Whoa, you sound like you're a married couple now. I know, right? He washed me, then lotioned me down, but all while I just couldn't stop staring at him. Weirdo. <laughs> then, when I was leaving, I asked him, what are we? And he said, Mars. Mars? 
I know, that's what I said, probably with the same stupid look on my face. Then he said, it's what happens when you put Marcus and Marsha together. And then it was official. You lot are so neaky. Whatever, Mish. I thought it was cute. It's all about Mars. And he doesn't mind that you're 16. Wow. Oh my gosh, you haven't told him. I've tried so many times, but it's never the right time. I'm scared he'll cut me off. Yeah, but you still have to tell him, because if not, your relationship is based on a lie. And if he finds out later, actually scratch that. When he finds out later, he'll be pissed and then he'll definitely leave you. Oh, I know. But I'm just hoping that by that time, he will see it doesn't matter. And so long as I'm legal, he'll care about me too much to leave. I don't know, Marsh. I don't look, act or do things my age anyway. So why should it matter? For us, age ain't nothing but a number. Marsha was on cloud nine. She had never felt feelings like this before. And it gave her the courage to tell bold lies to both her mum and Marcus. Lies that she was staying at Michelle's house in order to spend the weekend at Marcus's house. Going on double, triple dates with Marcus and his friends. Attending birthday gatherings, lying about her age and what she does. Marcus was rather besotted as well, forsaking all other girls he had previously been on the scene. Girls closer to his age, Girls with high-flying careers. Girls that had invested more time. There was something about the simplicity of Marsha that he found endearing. He did not feel the need to front in order to save face or gain the upper hand in a relationship. He felt he could be himself and be totally open without being vulnerable or judged. Marsha was in constant awe of him, which made him feel strong, needed, intelligent and accomplished. His confidence was so high and this inadvertently spilled into the rest of his life. He was more confident and driven at work and in the rest of his extracurricular activities. He thrived on her adoration and did whatever it took to keep himself adulated in her eyes. It was a Saturday morning and Marcus and Marsha were laid up in bed. Do you want to come up west with me today and help me pick out a gift for my mum? I'd love to. Do you know what you want to get her? Not really, you know. I'm just going to shop around and hopefully something jumps up at me. Cool. Marcus and Marsha get ready and head to the tube station. Hold up, babe. I just need to renew my oyster. Yeah, all right, cool. Marsha walks over to the machine and renews her oyster. A child oyster that has still been valid three months after her 16th birthday. As she inserts her card to complete the transaction, Marcus looks over and notices the child tariff. Yo, Marsha, why have you got a child oyster? Um, I found it and thought I saved some money. Huh? Give me that. Yo, it's got your face on it. 16 plus... Marshall, what the hell is this? Um, wait, wait, I can explain. Yeah, I'm waiting. Mm. Oh, God, no. Marsha, how old are you? Marsha has guilt written all over her face and starts to cry. Are you deaf? I said, how old are you? I'm 16. Marcus falls to his knees. Got in jail. Yep. Fucking got in jail. Marcia, you've killed me. God. I'm sorry, Marcus. Wait, wait, when did you turn 16? In August. Oh my God. Wait, when we first had sex, how old were you then? I was 16 when I met you. What, and you think that makes it okay? I bought you alcohol, Marsha. You stayed around my house, Marsha. I introduced it to my friends, Marsha. Oh, my God. 
I'm so, so sorry, Marcus. How could you do this to me, Marsha? What is this, some sort of sick game? No, it's not game, Marcus. I love you, I really do. Are you out of your rabbit-ass mind? What do you mean you love me? I'm a big 25-year-old man, what are you thinking? It all makes sense now. I've been so stupid. I should have clocked from the first time we met. What 20-year-old needs her sister to chaperone? All the simplistic things that impress you. We can make it work, Marcus. You make me so happy and I know I make you happy. Why should age matter? If you didn't believe that your age mattered, then why did you lie to me? Nah, 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 nah. We're done. Super done. Don't ever call me again. Marcus breaks it off and Marsha is distraught. Weeks go by and Marsha calls and texts Marcus every day till eventually he blocks her number. Marsha cried every day and eventually it started to affect other aspects of her life. She became absent-minded at work, making costly mistakes, unable to focus at college and falling behind in her work and spontaneously bursting into tears in public. Both her mum and her sister knew something was wrong, but they couldn't get any information out of her because she didn't say anything at the risk of, more importantly, Marcus getting into trouble. phone rings. Hey Mish, it's Sasha. How are you? Oh, hey Sash. I'm good, thanks. You? Yeah, I'm good. But look, let me cut straight to the chase. Who's the guy that's broken my sister's heart? I don't know what you're talking about, Sash. Listen, I know you're trying to protect your girl and all that, but I need you to understand. If you don't tell me, I can't help her. Right now, she's on a final warning at work and at college. Look, I know she was talking to some guy she liked from August, but I don't know what the situation is with them right now. You have to ask Marsha. What's his name? Where does he live? What college does he go to? I've already said too much, Sash. Ask Marsha. Fine. Bye. Sasha waits for Marsha to get home from work and lays straight into her. So who's this guy you've been talking to since August? Oh my days, I'm going to kill Michelle. Why can't she keep her big mouth shut? Don't blame Michelle. She only told me because she's a good friend and she knows that you need help. So who's the guy? No one. Mind your business. I beg your pardon? Have you lost your mind? Listen, I don't know what guy's been slipping you some dick. Do you think you're a big woman? You better check yourself before I bust your head. So who is he? No one. Who is he? Just some guy. What guy? And what's his name? What's the story? Marsha gives Sasha the 411 on Marcus while being careful to miss out key details that give away where they met and how old he is. He broke up with me like three weeks ago. Why did he break up with you? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I thought you said the things were going great. I don't get it. They were. So why did he break up with you, Marsha? Your story isn't making any sense. How old is he? Um, like 20. Why are you hesitating? And what are you doing with a 20-year-old? I didn't know he was 20 at first. So you lied? 
He didn't lie, he just didn't tell me, it never came up. So he did know how old you were? Yeah. What's with all the hesitation? Are you lying to me? I'm not. Yes, you are. Now you can either tell me the truth, or I'm gonna go tell mum, your choice. Okay, 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 okay. I'm serious, I want the whole truth. And if I get the feeling you're lying to me, I'm gonna tell mum. Marsha spills the beans about Marcus. Marsha, what was you thinking? Actually, it was my fault. I should never have taken you to summer 17. I could have met him anywhere, Sasha. Grown men approach me all the time at work. And you spent the night over at his house? Oh, man. I really liked him, Sasha. I think I loved him. Love him? Oh, shut up. You don't even know what love is. You're too fast. And now you're going to get yourself way over your head. You cannot be in such a hurry to grow up, Marsha. You're still a little girl. I've never felt like this before, though. Of course you haven't. You've never dealt with a big man before. Either way, you have to let this go. Okay? Okay. 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 I'll call your work and college and I'll tell them that we had some family problems to get yourself off the hook. But you need to get your head straight. But Marsha can't let it go and she is relentless in trying to contact Marcus, ringing and texting him from different numbers to let him know how she feels. Marcus, on the other hand, is sticking to his guns, but he's deeply hurt and affected by the situation also. Now, seriously, who does that? I've heard about these prison bait chicks, but I never thought this would happen to me. Yeah, that's nuts, bro. Bruv, it wasn't even like it was for a week or two. This chick literally rolled this till the wheels fell off. She came around you guys, met your girls, came to functions with me and all sorts. I even linked her at work a few times. <laughs> they must have thought I was some sort of pedo or something. You know what? I don't even think she would have told you, ever, to be honest. Yeah, but that's messed up though, like, like how can she do that? They get guys in big trouble, like, guys going to pen, like, because they want to tell some stupid lies. Like, imagine if she, like, met her, like, a month ago, like, bruv, that's jail time. The wickedest thing is I'm actually hurt. Like, I'm genuinely pissed off, but I'm hurting at the same time. <sighs> Proper like this shit, man. Yeah, we know, bruv. We were there. We saw. You've never wiped down a chick, as far as I know, that quick before. Yo, imagine that. Me. I'm a big man. I'm a big 25-year-old man, and I'm made a 60-year-old my girl. That's nuts, bro. Yeah, that is nuts. But you have to let that go and move on, bro. Trust me, I know, but this chick won't stop banging down my line. I even blocked her, but then she started calling me and texting me from another number. Yeah, that's kind of stalkerish, still. <laughs> she turned bunny boiler on you. What do I even do about this? Because I refuse to change my number over one dumb girl. I've had the same number for 10 years. 
Marsha manages to pull herself together, enough to get back on track with college and work. She even tries to start dating again, but it's not Marcus. Yeah, I've got a free yard, come link me in it. Okay, what would you like to do? I don't know, whatever in it, Netflix and chill and that. Next. So when are you gonna link, man? We can link up Sunday, maybe go box park in Croydon? Nah, 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 man, not go to them pagan ends unless I got my dogs with me. Next. How you doing, baby girl? How about I pick you up after work and take you for a nice dinner? That sounds great. But just to let you know, I'm only 16. I hope that's not a problem. <laughs> no problem at all. I like my girls young and innocent. Ugh. Next. I've booked us tickets to go to the theatre later. I've never been to the theatre before. Sounds exciting. Stick close, baby. There's a lot of new things I can show you. I've learned a lot in my 29 years of life. 29? Tell me you're 20. Why would you lie? Next. Roll on Christmas Eve, and Marcus returns home from work to find a package at his door with a note on it. I know you probably don't think about me anymore, but there's not one day that I don't think about you and wish that I could at least be your friend or something. Anyway, I know you wanted these for a while, so I got them for you, hoping it would give you a smile. Marcus opens the box, and it's a pair of Balenciaga arenas. He loves them, at the same time, he feels conflicted because he wanted them, but he wanted to cut all ties with Marsha. So he consults with his boys. Yo, so, so check this. I get home today, and there's a box at the door, yeah? Open it, and it's the great painting to suede arenas from Marsha. Jeez! She wrote a note saying she thinks about me every day, blah, 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 blah. And she bought me a Christmas present to give me a smile. Well, you're definitely smiling now. Bruv, I've been looking for that colour for three months now. None of my plugs could even get them. I know, I know. It's not even about the money, because if I saw it, I would have copped them. But I couldn't find them like, anywhere. So as much as I know I should give them back to, I really don't want to, you know? <laughs> it's such a chicken head. <laughs> nah, but in a row, what should I do, man? You can't give them back about linking her, so like, she's probably banking on you saying, yeah, you're not going to keep them so she can see you. Real talk, you want to keep them anyway, so just send her a text saying, like, thank you, and ask for her deeds to pay the money back, innit? For real. Thanks for the arenas, but I can't accept any gift from you, so please send me your account details and I'll transfer you over the money. I don't want the money back. Like I said in the note, I just want to give you a smile. Well, thank you. But you do realise that this doesn't change anything. I get that you don't want to hear from me ever again. I've tried my best to respect your wishes, but I can't. You're just going to have to try harder because me and you can't run. Believe me, I've tried. I tried dating guys more my age and they are a bunch of childish idiots talking about Netflix and chill for a first date or what ends they can and cannot go to. I even tried dating older guys, trying to recreate what we had, but I told them about my age. I was creeped out by the fact that they were okay with it. One guy even lied, saying he was 20 when he was 29. It's not nice being lied to, is it? And that was a short-term lie. You lied to me for three months. Furthermore, bye, Marsha. I'm so sorry, Marcus. Please forgive me, Marcus. Don't cut me off, Marcus. Please, can we at least be friends? Please, Marcus. Marcus was more emotionally invested than he initially realised. 
and that brief exchange was enough to trigger feelings he didn't even know were still there. And the fact that she had started talking to other guys filled him with envy and he didn't understand it. This chick's got me bugging. I care and I don't know why the hell I care. She's 16 years old. Why should I give a damn? I've got grown ass hot women on my case and they're getting airtime because I'm in my own head about this chick. Ah! Marcus tried to keep himself occupied at all times to avoid dwelling on Marsha, but he struggled with it as Marsha was still relentless in contacting him. He went to the gym twice a day, once before work, once after work, drinking whenever he was by himself to stay out of his feelings. He started to go on holiday once a month, Amsterdam, Ibiza, Ayanapa, and this was accompanied by an insatiable thirst for women. Marcus was dating women at 100 miles an hour, and his boys were starting to get concerned, so they pulled him up after a gym session. Bruv, you really need to slow down, or your things are going to fall off. Yeah, real talk, man. For the last three months, you don't even come anywhere on your own. Like, you've always got a different chick with you. You even brought a chick to our gym session, bruv. Like, we had to wait till you got to the change rooms before we could even talk to you, bruv. Like, what is that? I know, I know, man, but I can't get this chick out of my head unless I'm staying busy or there's someone else around. Yeah, but falling into a bottomless pit of pom pom is not the answer, bruv. Yeah, that's a bit dramatic. No, Marcus, it's not. Like, my girl even gets nervous when I hang around you now because of all the chicks that she's seen you with over the past few months. So she used to be your biggest fan, bruv. Bruv, real talk. You need to man up, pull yourself together. Or if it's that bad, maybe get professional help or a therapist or something. Therapist? What, are you nuts? I'm not going to see a therapist over some chick, and especially not over a 16-year-old. What do you take this for? Well, you need to do something, bruv, because this is not healthy. We're your boys and we love you, man. We're just trying to look out for you. I know, man. I love you guys, too. I'll be fine. By the way, this one you brought to the gym today, she is neat, bruv. She's got a body like Serena Williams. You sure you can handle that? Yeah, she's all right still, but I don't know if I can keep her around. All she wants to talk about is the gym. You know how annoying that is? And the one you brought to Tasha's birthday? She's a gold digger. What about the one you took to Marrakesh? She loves herself too much. She was more concerned with documenting the holiday on Insta and Snapchat than actually enjoying it. Yo, listen, bruv. If you don't hear, you will feel. Remember I told you that? Yeah, well, that's the problem. I'm feeling a little bit too much right now. But I'll be fine, man. I just need some time. It's June and Marcus's birthday is coming up. He has managed to get Marsha out of the forefront of his mind to the back of his mind and semi-settled down with one particular lady, Paige. But he still has a few others in the background. So, I've booked us a table at the Pepper Spice restaurant and I've bought us tickets to go see Eddie Caddy live at the Indigo 2 this Saturday. The last part of your birthday treats I'll be wearing and you can unwrap it when we get back to your place. I see you've got this all planned out. Sounds like fun. Yep. And I know I'll be taking you away from your boys in the evening, so I got you, wait for it, three tickets to the final Arsenal game of the season. Swear down. You want this wifey status bad, don't you? <laughs> you fool. You wish you had a wifey like me. Nah, but I never will. Thanks, Paige. I really appreciate it. No problem, baby. I got you. It's Saturday, and Marcus and his boys are at the Arsenal game. Yo, bruv! Paige is a winner. I feel like it's my birthday. Yeah, she's decent still, man. Decent? <laughs> Fam, you need to swap the contraception pill for some vitamin E, bruv. Knock her up so you got her for at least 18 years. I heard what she's doing for you later as well. You must have the magic stick to have her pulling out all the stops like this. Yeah, well, you know, man. 
Scales. And I'm worth it still. <laughs> nah, but seriously, like, when are you going to make her official? She's a good one, man. And you can't let her get away, bro. She ain't going nowhere. But either way, I'm just taking my hours and minutes as they come to me. Oh, oh, there you go again with that cockiness. Just make sure she doesn't get away, yeah? <laughs> Trust me, I'm that guy. She ain't going nowhere. Marcus and Paige had been to dinner in the show and had a lovely time. Things were getting very frisky on the car ride home. So as soon as they pulled up, they rushed up to Marcus's place to continue with the proceedings. But as soon as they got to his front door, there Marshall was, sitting against his door with the present in hand. It seems like she'd been there for a while. Marsha! What the hell are you doing here? Marcus, who is this, please? Someone I used to know who absolutely should not be here. You're Marsha, this ain't cool. What the hell are you doing there? I'm sorry, it's just that I got you something for your birthday and I would have sent it, but it wasn't ready in time. I just wanted you to have it on your birthday. I already told you that you can't be getting me stuff and you definitely can't be just turning up at the door. Do you know how creepy that is? Marcus, what the hell is going on here? Yo, Paige, just chill a minute. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to intrude on your night. Um, I'll just go, I'll just go. Marsha drops the gift and runs out crying, leaving Marcus with an awkward moment with Paige. So, are you going to explain to me what that was? It was nothing, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it? A random girl turns up at your doorstep on your birthday and you're telling me not to worry about it? No, no, Marcus, I think you owe me an explanation. Owe you? <laughs> I don't owe you shit. Who are you talking to like that? Listen, my dad doesn't even talk to me like that, so you definitely won't be. And what is it about this girl that's got you all riled up? She's no one. Look, we used to date, then we didn't used to date. Look, we just had a great evening. Let's not ruin it by dwelling on stuff from the past. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a bit late for that. Open the present. What? Open it. I want to see what no one gets Marcus for his birthday. Really, Paige? Really, Marcus. Because you're trying to play this thing out like it's nothing, and it clearly isn't nothing. <sighs> here we go. What do you mean, here we go? Don't try to make me out to be one of those girls that like drama because I always make a conscious effort to make sure I don't make a big deal out of nothing. I always give you your space and I don't ever make a fuss over trivial things. But what I won't do is let someone who I'm supposedly trying to build with, who I've invested time in, who I'm emotionally involved with, play me for a fool. Now open the gift! Fine. Marcus opens the present and it's a framed Arsenal top signed by Thierry Henry Ian Wright and David Rocastle, addressed to Marcus personally, and the card carefully placed in the bottom corner stating, I still believe in Mars. Marcus is overwhelmed and it's written all over his face. You see, those are his three favourite players of all time that he just happened to mention to Marshall in a passing conversation. You've got to be kidding me. Paige. No, Marcus. It's clear to see that some unresolved feelings here and I'm not going to have my feelings toyed with call me when you make up your mind what you want <laughs> but don't take too long because as much as I like you I won't wait around for you Paige wait Paige gets her things and storms out and leaves Marcus alone in the house with these thoughts then a text comes in I'm so sorry I disrupted your date she's really pretty it's not Mars though You've got some nerve trying to tell me what my relationship is or isn't. Thank you for the gift, though. I love it, I ain't gonna lie. How did you know and how did you even get that done? I knew you would. I remember you telling me your top three Arsenal players. 
when you're trying to convince me to support Arsenal. And they, hold on, doesn't your girlfriend mind you texting me while she's there? She left. Oh my gosh, I feel so bad. As much as I wanted to see you, I never meant to interrupt your date. What, the same way you didn't mean to lie to me about your age? I've apologised a thousand times, and I'll apologise a thousand times more. Just tell me what I have to do for you to forgive me. Can I call you, please? Marcus rings Marshall. I can't tell you how good it felt for my phone to be ringing with your name on the screen. Is it now? Yeah, I've missed you so much. Mm, Okay, so tell me about the jersey then. Well... Like I said, I remember you telling me your top three all-time Arsenal players and they all happened to shop at my shop from time to time. So I bought the jersey in March and it was just a waiting game after that. You bought the jersey in March? Mm-hmm. And I put all the security staff on high alert to call me whenever they see any of them. I almost lost hope because David Rocastle didn't come in till Thursday evening, which only gave me two days to get it framed. I picked it up after work today, then went to yours to deliver it. I only stayed because I wanted to see the look on your face when you opened it. So let me get this straight. You met King Henry, Righty and Rocky. Yep. They were so nice and happy to sign a jersey. Thanks, Marsh. You call me Marsh. Is that why you're crying? I've wanted your forgiveness for so long and it just feels so good to have a conversation with you where we're not guarded or angry. Look, if it's forgiveness you're after, then I forgive you. Thank you so much. You mean so much to me. But it still doesn't mean I can be with you, or even be friends with you for that matter. Why can't we be friends? What do I have to do? How about be older? I am older. I'll soon be 17. How much older do I have to be? I don't know, Marsh. It's not an exact science, and it's not just that. How can we be friends when one party constantly wants more? And I don't want to hear or see you dating other people. And I know for a fact you don't want to see me date other people. I don't want to date other people. I just want you. I'm happy to wait, however long it takes, till you feel I'm old enough to be with you. That's crazy talk. And what if I meet someone in the meantime and I decide I want to be with them? Nothing on earth compares to Mars. You're being deluded right now. And truth be told, me and Paige have a good thing going on right now. And there's nothing stopping me from exploring all the possibilities of this relationship. Look, right now, I'll take whatever I can. Give me something. I tell you what, let me think on it for a few months. For your 17th birthday, we'll have dinner and a serious conversation. But you have to respect whatever the outcome of the conversation is. Deal? Deal. Thank you. Nah, thank you. The only reason I'm doing this is because of the jersey. It's probably the best gift I've ever gotten in my life. The least I can do is treat you for your birthday. I'm looking forward to it. Good night, Marsha. After a roller coaster of a Saturday, Marcus gets a knock on the door on Sunday morning. Ah, for frig's sake, man! Everybody just leave me alone! Open up the door, man, you waste, man. Marcus opens the door. Paige texted us yesterday. Are you trying to ruin this for everyone? I'm sorry. The last time I checked, it was my relationship. Fam, no girl you've ever been involved with has ever bought us anything. She bought us tickets to the final Arsenal game of the season. So what, my happiness means nothing as long as you man get free tickets? Good, I'm glad we understand each other. (laughs) You man are clowns. No, but fam, seriously, like, what have you got yourself into? 
Paige texted us and said you lot came home and Marsha was just sitting in your front door. Like, bruv, that's hella creepy. She said she brought you some present and you gasped out like you had seen a ghost. Oh, yes, the gift. Marcus goes to his room to get the gift. Oh, oh my days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I got. Yo, if Carlsberg made gifts. Marsha really knows how to get a gift. Easily the best gift I've ever got in my life. And the wickedest thing is, I only told her in passing, but she remembered. So what now, fam? Because Paige said you were all up in your feelings like you wanted to get back of her side. To be honest, I don't know, man. I mean, we had a conversation last night and I can't even act like there's nothing there. She's 16, though. Hypothetically, let's just say, how old would she need to be for you to consider it? I don't know. 18, maybe? That's only a year away, man. So what's he meant to do? Like, put his life on hold for a year? Like, and what? Just string Paige along? Like, I thought you liked her. I do like Paige, and I'm definitely not waiting around for a year. What do I look like? And then that's it then. Lock her off. Push forward with Paige. If you and Paige break up for any reason and she's available, then you do that. Yeah, I second that, because you finally got to a place where you're over the hurt and betrayal, and you even started to trust girls again, and semi-settled down with Paige, so like, yeah. You know what? You lot are right. Problem is, I promised Marsha dinner and a serious conversation for a birthday in August. And don't even look at me like that. You've seen the gift. I at least owe her that much. Nah, 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 you're right, you're, you're right, you're right, you're right. But how are you going to explain that to Paige, though? Like, if you do decide to give it a go, like... That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to keep it 100. Marcus goes to see Paige and lays it all on the line. He tells her the full story about Marsha and all the other girls on the scene. But Paige couldn't care less about all the other girls on the scene, even though they were still on the scene. She was focused on Marsha, even though she'd been out of the picture for over six months. Marcus gives Paige the option to make things official, but explicitly details what his expectations are, the baggage involved, and some of the pros and cons of being Marcus's girlfriend. I've wanted to be your girl from two weeks in, and I'm over the moon now that we're finally official. But I'm really not comfortable about this dinner thing. Look, if I wanted to be with her, I would have just been with her and not called you back. But I'm here, aren't I? Then why do you still have to go to this dinner? Because I'm a man of my word, and I said I would. Look, I've made my decision and I pick you. Don't feel threatened. I'm happy with my decision. I really don't know. I think it's pointless. I mean, what's the point of staring all those emotions up in her and possibly yourself if you know you don't want to be with her? Just don't go. I'm going. But you don't have nothing to worry about. Don't worry about it. This is the girl that turned you to a pussy hound for three months and you tell me not to worry. What do I need to do to show you have nothing to worry about and nothing's going on? Okay, let me come with you. What? If there's nothing going on, let me come with you. <sighs> for crying out loud. Do you know what? If that's what it takes to show you that nothing's going on then, Fine. Come. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh yeah, I was meant to ask you, how did your appraisal go and did you get the promotion? Yeah, it went well and yes, I was offered some sort of promotion but I, I turned it down. Wait, what? Why? Because it would mean relocating to Dubai. Oh my God, I just got headhunted for a job in Dubai. That's nice. What do you mean that's nice? Aren't you going to at least consider it? 
ideas and I'm not interested. My life's here, my friends here, my family's here. What's in Dubai for me? Don't be so short-sighted, Marcus. Think of the career progression and the unique opportunity. It's not like your friends can't come and visit. Plus, if I accept my job offer, you'll have me there. Whoopee! Don't be so rude, Marcus. Look, if you want to go, then go. But me, I'm not interested. Fine. But I think you should give it some proper consideration. It's August, and Marcus has text Marshall the reservation details for a birthday dinner. As her cab pulls up at the restaurant, Marsha can tell that no expense was spared. She has a really good feeling and is excited for the dinner. At the table. Oh my goodness, Marcus, this place is beautiful. I'm glad you like it. Like it? I love it. The settings, the occasion, the company. It's perfect. Marsha, let me just stop you right there. Because I don't want you to get too excited only to be hurt by the outcome of our conversation. I had such a good feeling coming here, but now my heart's in my stomach. Look, I'm not going to beat around the bush, so here's the real rap rule. Me and Paige are now official, and I've been with her for two months now. She's a really dope chick, age-appropriate, smart, supportive, and beautiful. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't hurt and disappointed, but she sounds lovely. I'd love to meet her, probably one day. Well, <laughs> you're about to, because... Here she comes. Wait, what? Hey, baby. Hey, babe. Hi. You must be Marsha. Hello, Paige. Nice to meet you. But we've met before, remember? Yo, Paige, allow it. What? I was just pointing out that we've met before. Look, let's just order. Marsha, would you like me to ask them for a kid's menu? Yo, Paige, behave yourself. The waiter comes round for the drinks order. What may I get you to drink? She'll have a virgin cocktail. It'll be good for you to associate with something virgin, being that you're not, even though you should be. I think, I think I'm going to go. Marcus, thanks for the gesture. It was great seeing you. Marsha, wait! Marsha gets her things and runs out of the restaurant before Marcus gets the chance to stop her. She was too young to appreciate a dining experience like this anyway. Paige, what the hell's wrong with you? What? It's supposed to be her birthday dinner and you've just ruined it for her. Yeah, well... I don't know why you had to take her out on her birthday anyway. I can't believe the way you're going on right now. You're normally anti-drama, very confident. You weren't even supposed to be here, but you convinced me to let you come and... Yo, Paige, I don't even recognise you right now. This is a really ugly side to you and you, you really let me down. Why do you even care? You said you don't even like her like that. You just don't get it, do you? It's not about her, forget her. It's about you and the way you act. You know what? Forget it, I'm out. No, Marcus, wait. Where are you going? Call me when you're ready to apologise. Marcus drops some cash on the table for the drinks and storms out of the restaurant. Marsha, where are you? Don't worry about me. I appreciate the effort, but I'm just going to go home. Look, I've left. The least I can do is pick you up and give you a lift home. I really don't want to cause any more issues in your relationship. Listen... The way Paige acted was out of order, and I left her at the restaurant. At least let me give you a lift home. I'm on the bus. I'm just going past Hyde Park. Jump off at Victoria and I'll meet you there. Marsha gets off the bus at Victoria, looks up, and sees Marcus there with an open embrace. 
She runs into his arms and he holds her tight. I'm so, so sorry for tonight. It's okay. No, it's not. I wanted tonight to be special for you, even if it's only as a friend. I only brought Paige along to ease her mind about us. I had no idea that all girls were crazy. <laughs> Please don't make me laugh. No, I'm serious. I've never noticed it there before. It must be contagious since she caught her crazy from you when you camped outside my house like a crazy person. Allow me. I thought I was being sweet. Sweet? That's just hella creepy. If the gift wasn't so dope, I would have blankly filed for a restraining order. I was just scared that I might have seized the gift as evidence. <laughs> You're stupid. Come, let's go. Marcus walks Marsha over to his car and opens the car door. Thank you. So you want to grab something to eat before I drop you home because I'm Marvin right now. Me too. Oh, how about we get Tasty House and bring it back to mine? I can't argue with the best Chinese in London, but back to yours? Are you crazy, blood? What? <laughs> I swerved your pit bull of a sister when I thought you were 21. And you think I'm going to meet her and your mum as a 26-year-old but bringing home their 17-year-old baby girl? Nah, check please. <laughs> Shook one. Don't worry, they've gone to my nan's for the weekend. They left you alone on your birthday? Yeah, I told them I was having a little get-together with friends. I wanted the house to myself. Are they cool with that? Yeah, I'm a big girl now. <sighs> so, tasty house and chill? Yeah, cool. Let's do this. So they head back to Marsha's and settle down to the mill in good conversation. Marsha deviously been topping up Marcus all the while with her sister's drink recipe of effing mixed with nari juice. She had intentions of getting him tipsy with the hope that she may waver his sound judgement and she could make him realise her perfect night. Marcus accidentally spills some sauce over his white shirt and trousers, providing Marsha with the perfect opportunity. Oh no, look what you've done, you big baby. Damn. Quick, take it off so I can wash it before the stain sets in. Flip's sake. Thanks, Marsh. Let me get a soapy rag for your trousers too. Marsha takes Marcus's shirt off for him and puts it in the wash. She gets a warm rag and soapy water for his trousers. She sits him down and kneels down in front of him. As she proceeds to clean his trousers, she looks him in the eyes and lightly strokes his piece, testing the waters. On receiving no objections, she goes to unbutton his trousers. Whoa, 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 whoa! What are you doing? I miss you, Marcus. I want you. I need you. And I know you want me too. Nah, 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 Marsh. That can't run. Why not? Tell me you don't want this. I don't want this. Marsha unzips herself and lets her dress fall to the floor, giving Marcus the opportunity to see what he's been missing, all wrapped up in sexy red lingerie. Marcus is mesmerised. Are you sure? Damn, Marsha, allow me. We shouldn't be doing this, you're only 17. You keep saying that, but I don't look 17, I don't act 17, and besides, you've had this, so what difference does one more time make? All the difference, Marsha. Marsha caresses her breasts and slowly works her way down. She slides her fingers into her lace French knickers and remarks. It's legal. It's wet. 
and it's all yours. Marsha throws herself at him, straddling him on the sofa and begins kissing him aggressively. Are you going to leave without a shirt? You can keep the shirt. I'll come for it another time. Well, you've been drinking and you're in no condition to drive. Marcus eventually gives in and Marsha gets her weight. The following morning, I'm in this situation again. What was I thinking? Don't be like that, Marcus. Last night was beautiful. Last night shouldn't have happened. Why not? Because I'm 17. How about I got a girl? Last night, when you were tipsy, you cared that I was 17, but not once did you mention Paige. Maybe you should think about that. Just give me the shirt so I can go, please. Why not? Tell me you don't want this. I don't want this. Marsha gives Marcus his shirt, and he leaves. Marcus gets in the car and he checks his phone to find 35 missed calls, 15 texts and 3 voicemails. Marcus, I'm sorry, please. Marcus, I'm at yours, where are you? Marcus, this isn't funny, and he... Marcus drives home and calls the boys to come over to fill them in on all of last night's events. Yo fam, I don't even know what to say to you. Like, I understand Paige messed up and was acting mad insecure, but boy... Yeah, no, man. I never planned for it to go down like that. I just felt bad after what Paige did, so I went after her. It was all cool until I started drinking and then spilled sauce on my shirt. Yeah, but still though, man. You do realise Marsha played you like a fiddle, yeah? Tell me about it. The question now is, do I tell Paige? No! Well, guess I'm not telling Paige then. Marcus contacts Paige to smooth things out. Hey. Hey. We need to talk. Yeah, you're right, we do. Do you want to go for lunch? No, I don't want to have to have this conversation in public. Come over and I'll cook for you. Cool. I'll be there around three-ish. It's 3pm and there's a knock on the door. Hey, babe. Hey. I'm sorry. It's cool. No, it's not. You were right. That's not me. I'm embarrassed at the way I acted. It's cool, baby. Let's just move on. Okay. Hey, so where were you last night? I came to yours after I left the restaurant and you weren't there. I know. I went out for a drink just to clear my head. Okay. What time did you get home then? I was a bit tipsy when I left, so I slept off in the car. Hmm, okay. So, have you spoken to Marsha then? We both know that's what you really want to know, so why don't you just go ahead and ask the question? Okay. Did you see or speak to Marsha? You're unbelievable, Paige. You're not really sorry. You're still hung up on Marsha. No, you're still hung up on Marsha. Now answer the question. Yeah, I did see her. I went over to her house and boinked her brains out. What, do you think that's funny? Look, me and Marsha are done. Long done. I told you already, so get into your insecure head of yours. 
and stop giving me the third degree. Look, I don't want to argue. I just want to know that me and you are okay and your feelings are not elsewhere. Look, Paige, it's just me and you. Stop focusing on other people and focus on us. Okay, I just don't want to lose you. Look, I'm not going anywhere. They share an embrace. It's been a few weeks. Marcus and Paige are happy together, but he can't stop thinking about Marsha. This makes Marcus reconsider the Dubai offer as he sees it as an opportunity to escape the infatuation with Marsha. So later that night at Paige's house. Hey babe, you're right. I've given some thought to that job in Dubai. Okay, and? I think I'm gonna go for it. Oh my God, really? Yeah, I thought about what you said and I think it will be a good career move for me. Absolutely. I can always come over for a while when I'm feeling homesick and it's not like my boys or family couldn't come over to visit if necessary. Oh, that's great news, baby. So you're going to come with me? You bet I will. This is a dream come true for me. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to it and I'm glad I get to do it with you. Marcus sees this as the perfect opportunity to break free from Marsha for good and secure his dream job. He calls her and tells her about his big news. Hey, Marsh. Oh my gosh, this is a pleasant surprise. I wasn't expecting to hear from you. Yeah, no, I didn't think I'll be calling you ever again, but I've got some news and that's only right that I tell you. Um, okay, go on. I got a promotion at work and the new role's based in Dubai. Oh wow, that's great news, Marcus. I'm really happy for you. So I'm moving out there next month. Wow, so soon? How long are you going for? Indefinitely for now. Truth is, Marsha, I got offered this job a few months ago. And even though it's a great opportunity, I turned it down because I wasn't interested in moving away from my friends and family. But after that night at your house, I had to accept the fact that I do have feelings for you. I'm not going to say it's love or anything. Truth is, I don't know what it is. I love you, Marcus. Yeah, don't say that. You're not making this any easier. But it's true, Marcus. I really do. Please stop talking, Marsha. I need to get this out. I care about you a lot. And because the relationship didn't have the opportunity to play out for obvious reasons, I have so many unresolved feelings and emotions. No matter how hard I try or how much time I let pass, I can't shake these feelings. I feel the same way, Marcus. Why do you have to fight it? Why can't we just be? Let me finish. And to make things worse, it's clear that neither of us can control ourselves when we're around each other. So I just have to be honest with you. So I have to be honest with myself, accept the fact that I have these feelings and take the necessary actions to ensure things don't get out of hand. And you feel the best way to do this is to move halfway across the world to get away from me? Yeah, I do. I feel the distance will help me forget about you and ultimately get over you. You won't be able to pop up by my house randomly, phone me, and I don't run the risk of randomly bumping into you on the street. Out of sight, out of mind. And I get to progress with my career at the same time. You sound like you've made up your mind. I don't want to get in the way of your career. Thank you. Will I get to see you before you go? Well, I think that's a good idea. This is goodbye, Marsha. And just like that, Marcus was out of Marsha's life forever. Or was he? Thanks for listening. This is Bedtime Stories. 
Look out for the next story in the Bedtime Stories series, entitled Different Worlds. Once again, I'd like to give a special shout out to Touchmark Studios for the production. And don't forget to support our sponsors, Papa L's Kitchen, Nari Juice, London on Sundays, Nubian Skin Lingerie and Elegance Artist Management. Peace. <laughs>